0: The GT Roundtable is brought to you in part by our Patreon supporters. To get ad-free early access to the future episodes of this show, plus other perks, you can become a member at patreon.com geektherapy. Welcome to the GT Roundtable, where we talk to creators on the Geek Therapy Network and community about the projects they're working on. My name is Josue Cardona, and with me is the cast of Superhero Therapy, Janina Scarlett and Dustin McGinnis.
1: Yay. Hey guys! Oh. We're so excited to be here. Thanks so much for having
2: us.
0: We've missed you, Jose. <laughs> I was about to say, like, what, we're going to talk about, you know, podcasting and geeking out and stuff. But I was just thinking it's been like maybe a year, maybe more since I was on on your show. And it's been years since Janina's been on my show, yes. on any of my shows. Yeah, Too it's long. been a long time. Yeah. Too
1: long. Thanks so much for having us. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, you know, I'm trying to, uh, my goal with these roundtables is to is to bring us all together more often, you know? Yeah. I, love
1: yeah.
2: I, I, I love that. I I actually love this whole network. And congrats on making it. It's a, it's amazing.
1: Yeah. Aww, you, you started thank a you. movement. So seriously, <laughs> it's been it's such an incredible journey. And I can never thank you enough for bringing all of us together. Thank you for that.
0: Well, and um, so actually recently I did an episode of GT Radio where I talked about the community and how kind of it all got started and where people... Like mainly, like there's there's four people on the show now, so I tried to touch, like how we all met each other, and I alluded to the fact that there's so many stories within the community about how people met at either conference or at a panel or, or somehow, like how did how did we connect? Do you remember?
1: Yes, I do actually. So um, it was interesting because I was gearing up for Comic Con. And I remember wanting to talk to some of the, like, writers or, um, you know, other people to see if anyone would ever be interested in a panel to do with essentially having uh, psychology um, topics to do with pop culture, because that was something I was incorporating in my work with active duty service members with PTSD. And uh, two weeks before Comic-Con, the schedule came out. And as I was looking through different panels, thinking who I can talk to about this idea I saw Geek Therapy, a panel at San Diego (laughs) Comic-Con, and I was like, no way. So I circled it. I highlighted it. I blogged about it. My first blog post ever on my website was about you, about Geek Therapy and how excited I was to go to this panel. And um, I camped out for two hours in that room to make sure that I was there because I really wanted to meet you and Travis and um, and everyone else on that panel. Um, and it was so exciting. Uh, Travis was actually the first person I, I kind of stalked you guys a little bit on social media. So I knew what all of you looked like. Um, and so when um, Travis walked in, the previous panel was ending and I had his book ready to sign uh, Batman and Psychology. And then I saw you walk in and I was like, that's Jose Cardona. And I so badly wanted to talk to you. And, uh, you know, and then Pat was there. Um, and, uh, I just, I was kind of in tears watching the whole panel and I knew I had to talk to you guys. Um, I think you and I were already following each other on Twitter. Um, but after the panel, it was the first time that we talked in person and then we went out to dinner a bunch of times and it went from there. And then you very kindly invited me to be, uh, on your podcast and it was the first, I was ever on any podcast so I had like a zillion panic attacks that day and as we were recording I actually remember we were talking about um we were talking about Lord of the Rings and I was so nervous that I forgot Bilbo Baggins' name (laughs) and I was like um I'm the, the leading character and you were like Bilbo and I was like, yes, <laughs> <laughs> because I was so nervous and so excited at the same time. Um, and it kind of all started from there and it's been such an amazing experience. And honestly, it's all been because of you and you encouraged me to submit my own panel. You coached me through it. You even came out the following year to be on my panel and support me through my first ever panel because I was a nervous wreck and you've been a mentor to me through this entire experience. Experience, and I honestly can never thank you enough for everything that you do for me, for us, for the whole Geek Therapy community. We all love you and appreciate you very, very much.
0: Oh, oh man. This was not the plan for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to start, start crying. crying up over there. <laughs> <clears throat> but I'm, I'm so glad that we, we get to share the story because I think, I think it matters so much to other people who, who want to do this sort of thing. Right? Yes. It's like like I was I was super scared to go to San Diego Comic-Con. Like my version of the story is Pat told me, "Hey, we should we should do a panel. Let's go to San Diego." I was like, "Why would we start at San Diego? Why? <laughs> there's so many other things to do that we could do before that. Why would we jump to that?" And and I was I was yeah, I was <laughs> I don't I don't know if I ever told you, but for that panel that was the first time we ever did a panel, and now when I listen back to it, I think it's I think it's horrible, um, which like makes sense, right? When you look back at, at things that you've done in the past, mm-hmm. but I prepared so much for it. I actually had meetings, individual meetings with each and every one of the people on the panel to like go through what they were going to say. I micromanaged that panel to death because <laughs> it, was, it was like my life was on the line. <laughs> I yeah. was timing everybody. I was it, was it was ridiculous. I've never done that again for a panel. Uh, it's much easier to like just go in uh, casual. But whew, yeah, those those like I felt like there was a lot riding on it, and that idea of like you being there and and being interested in that, and then wanting to write about it, and then doing your own thing, like that's what happened at that panel, and that's what keeps happening over the years. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's so exciting.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, it was I was so nervous about starting my own blog and seeing this panel listed before I ever met any of you. I that was the inspiration for me to write my first ever blog post and then after meeting with you um that gave me the courage to to continue and you know I, I it was already something i really wanted to do and was doing but seeing what you did on the panel and seeing what you already do and what pat does gave me the, um, kind of the okay, the green light to, uh, to continue with this kind of work and actually to be open with it in my, uh, geek community as well as in the mental health community. So, um, uh, you guys really inspired me. And as you said, you guys continue to inspire other people every day. I, I don't even know how many people are now a part of the geek therapy community, uh, but it seems like every day there's new and new, more and more new members and uh, people worldwide uh, joining and sharing their stories about how they're using pop culture and therapy and how it's helping people.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I, I mentioned um, how I've been talking recently about how like we can we can go we can reach farther than just psychotherapy, right? Like, yep. you know, mental health professionals are we're a part of the mental health field. But there's so many other people that aren't licensed therapists and there's so many things that go on, so many, and I think education is a big part of it. I think there's so many different ways to help each other through our geeky interests. So I'm trying to bring people from from other fields and try to you know uh, diversify.
1: <laughs> Absolutely, and I <laughs> yeah. love that. I think that's fantastic. Um, yeah. Chase Masterson and I actually presented at an anti-bullying conference, an international anti-bullying conference. And that one is usually attended by teachers, um, mm-hmm. school counselors, yeah. and other administrators. Um, but mostly it's schools, um, you know, re- schools related. Um and it was amazing how many teachers were actually really excited by the idea of talking about pop culture characters and mental health in their classrooms yeah. in terms of talking to uh bullying survivors and other trauma survivors and promoting empathy um you know uh, ideas of understanding diversity there was one um one individual uh who attended our uh, our presentation. Who actually uh, lived through the civil rights movement, and she said that her hero kind of became a duck, because she said whenever she was, um, whenever she was bullied in school, whenever she uh, was prejudiced against or told to um, sit at a different table because of the color of her skin. Her mom would tell her, be a duck, because ducks float on water. You don't see how much they might be struggling to uh, to move their feet underwater to stay afloat. But on top of the water, they look calm and collected and they stay floating. And so she said that her hero kind of became a duck. And that she had, you know, now spent her life uh, being an educator and helping students and is now retiring and is uh, writing a book to help African-American individuals find their own strength in the face of racism and prejudice and kind of like becoming their own version of a duck. And I thought that was so beautiful.
2: It's connection. It's whatever you
0: connect to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's a great metaphor, right? If it makes sense to you, roll with it, you know. Yeah. And and it's like it's that moment again. I wasn't there, but probably you know you're 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 looking at at, at that duck and you're like, wow, you know, like I wish I wish I could do what I wish I could do what he's doing. Yeah. You know? Or like I, I wish I could take on some of those traits, and that's that's really what what we're all talking about. Exactly. I love it. Yeah. And actually, uh, funny story. One time. Travis was in New York at New York Comic Con, and he, he called me up and he was like, hey, somebody bowed out of a bullying um, presentation. Do you want to come? I was like, yeah, I didn't even have tickets to go to, to the Comic Con. I wasn't planning on it. And I, I'm, I'm almost certain that it was Chase who couldn't make it to her own panel. And then I stepped in for her. And it ended up being in like a children's room. It was all bean bags, and it was Aww. it was a children's panel really early in the morning. <laughs> and Travis had a uh, PowerPoint presentation ready, and he scrapped it. At the other, he was like, "Well, I'm not going to show these <laughs> these little kids uh, um, a PowerPoint presentation." Ah, that was that was pretty funny. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah, but it was it was a bullying panel too. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so since since right like that was an awesome origin story for like us, right? And like, and a uh, part of the community. I'm, I'm so glad that we got to, to share that. So over the years, you've been able to do a whole bunch of stuff. Um, yes. You've been, you've been super active. So Dang. why on top of all that other stuff, why did you guys start a podcast?
1: Huh. I think it's something we always wanted to do. And um, I'll be honest for me personally, um, I have a lot of anxiety about everything so like everything makes me anxious so starting new things was terrifying to me so I think we were delaying because I didn't feel ready and Dustin is so incredibly professional that I think we both wanted to learn more um, and feel so perfectly ready, you know, as I think many of us perfectionists or perfectionists in recovery, as I call myself, um, do, um, that we kind of kept on procrastinating because we were too scared to start. And then, um, there was an individual that reached out to us that asked us to join their network and offered to guide us through, through the process. So that was really helpful. Um, and then we got started and then it wasn't actually working out on that network. And actually, just at a time that we thought about going solo, you reached out to us and you said, do you guys want to join the Geek Therapy Network? And we said, yes, yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> so it's perfect timing. Um, and so I think it really helped having someone walk us through it. Um, we wanted to have many different Uh, mediums of reaching a variety of audiences to talk about the things that we're both very passionate about. Um, So between the podcast and the YouTube channel and blogging and books and different things, we just want to be able to reach people through a variety of different means and connect with people in every way possible.
2: Yeah. I mean, well, what's not fun about podcasting, too, about sitting here and talking, especially with my best friend, about Mm -hmm. things that make us just squeal with joy <laughs> and everything. You know, who doesn't like pop culture movies? You talk to all your friends about it. They don't have to be therapists to really enjoy it. Everybody can enjoy it. And and it's just, you know, a very fun environment. Everybody here, you, everybody, you you, you helped me so much at the beginning, Jose, and I want to really you know, reach out and tell you, thank you. You, you helped me because I, I have anxiety too. I don't know if I'm professional or anything like Janina was saying, but I, I definitely want to do the right thing. I want to make it, you know, good. I, I The quality good. So, you know, as far as all these things we're doing, you know, we just want to reach people and help them realize that we're all connected. We're all in this together.
0: Speaking of together, like when, when I did my first podcast, actually, technically, Geek Therapy was my second podcast, but it was, it was so hard to do it week to week, and it mm-hmm. wasn't until I brought on a partner that I, that I was able to be consistent. So like, how much did you help each other, and like, how much pushback was there? Like, was, was Gina like, yeah, I want to do it, and Dustin was like, no, we should start a podcast, or, 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 or back and forth? Like, How was how that dynamic, and how helpful has it been to be able to do something like this together?
2: Well, to be honest, I think we both really wanted to do it. We were both talking about it for a very long time. I think I, I just took the reins and s- started making it, okay, we're going to do it. And, you know, and away we went. We But we were together the whole time, like, we're going to do this. And, you know, and it's kind of funny how you start out things. You, you're like wondering how you're doing it. You're sc- trying to script things, <laughs> you know, and everything. But then you just let it fly. Um,
1: Yeah, we used to script everything initially, you know, our questions, our answers, uh, like time it and, you know, kind of like as you were talking about your first Comic-Con panel. And now, you know, we might write some questions like five minutes before we record. And as we're recording, I'm thinking of the answers kind of, you know, as if I'm being interviewed. Um, And so it's, it's become a lot easier. It's become a lot more conversational. Um, I think that we are now uh, now that we know uh about podcasting a little bit more, we're still learning every day, of course, but now that we've been doing it for a little while, I think we're both a little bit more comfortable and are focusing on delivering the story and the message as opposed to making it perfect.
0: Right. I mean, you guys are married, right? Yes. So it's easy to coordinate. It's a lot easier to coordinate. <laughs> You're in the same place. Um yes. that that's that's super helpful. How do you do that? like how do you do you schedule it out? Do you have let me let me let me let me frame that differently. Okay. Do you yeah. guys record as often as you would like <laughs> and how easy is it to do that?
1: um uh, I think that uh, it's probably difficult to record as often as we'd like for me because you know I would also like to record every week. um sometimes we'll record every two weeks, sometimes even once a month. Um, but it's the schedule mostly revolves around, um, our travels. Cause we do a lot of, um, traveling for workshops and book signings and things like that. Um, so when we find the time, um, you know, we, we try to, uh, we try to schedule that out. Um, and, um, actually oftentimes it ends up being this topic is super important and it's super important right now so we need to find the time even if we get up at three in the morning and record it <laughs> <You know? laughs> uh so we've we've had a, a few of those where we've actually gotten up i think it was four four o'clock 4 30 at one yeah. point uh to record before we had to go to work and uh, avengers
2: know, we figured we needed to get that one out immediately immediately,
1: <laughs> immediately because um, yeah, we figured people were traumatized. At least we were yeah. <laughs> and wanted to put together an episode that would be helpful. Um, so uh, we're basically doing the best that we can with our schedule. Um, and we're very passionate about doing it together.
2: Yeah, I I, I want to actually go back to the, the, the question you just asked before this and say that, you know, um, being on a you know on a podcast with janina who is so eloquent and she's a doctor and she has all these profound things to say it really makes me feel like i need to be on my game so i have to go research things and make sure that i know a little bit because i'm not you know trained as a psychologist or anything like that but i want to be able to provide as much you know insight as she can she she keeps me on my toes
0: let me tell you my my first thought is yes, uh, Janina earned her PhD and stuff, but like that doesn't make you any less special, you know. And your <laughs> insights are super valuable. And I think that you know, if people like some of my favorite podcasts, like you know, it, that that has nothing to do with it, you yeah. know. There's so much that you can add. And I've listened to your show, and you ask you ask really good questions, and you ask really good follow up questions. Plus, you care about what you're talking about, which is so so important. Right?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. So like, I'm, I'm I'm sure I'm sure that's not it's probably not a problem for you. But in case anybody's listening, I'm like you know like. Don't, yeah. don't sweat that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> don't envy anybody's degree or anything like that.
1: It's really it's really about your passion for the topic. It's about believing in what you're talking about, believing what you have to say instead of talking about what you think other people may want to hear.
0: Yeah. One of the things that I've tried to do in the community is like at first it was just therapist talking to therapist. And then I tried to really open that up because some of the best insights that I've ever received about the concept or the the like the core values of geek therapy came from patients from clients mm-hmm. from people in line at Comic-Con yes <laughs> you know from other podcasts they didn't come from the professionals in the room yep. and and i think that that's really important to just like keep an open mind about that like i'm 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 sure you know the same thing right like how inspiring is it the people that you work with
1: yeah absolutely
0: yeah. absolutely yeah. One way you can support the Geek Therapy Network is by becoming a member on Patreon. This show, the GT Roundtable, is available early and ad-free to all Patreon members at the listener level or above. And for as little as $1 a month, you get exclusive access to the GT Book Club, flair on our community spaces, and more perks. Visit patreon.com geektherapy to learn more and become a member. I was going to ask this at the beginning, but what is your show about, actually? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, well, I think very much like the, the core of geek therapy, our, um, our shows about using pop culture to help people understand mental health, um, as well as to help people understand how they can become their own versions of a hero or superhero in real life. Um, so I believe that our trauma actually can empower us as opposed to break us. I think very often when we go through something really painful, um, whether it's a traumatic episode, whether it's you know an episode of depression or anxiety, a lot of times we might hide away from other people. We might not tell other people what we're going through. But if we look at all the stories that we're interested in, whether it's Harry Potter or Jessica Jones or Batman, these are stories about surviving and becoming a hero, not despite, but because of our origin story, where our origin story can actually help us become stronger and find a sense of purpose, right? This is what we call post-traumatic growth. And so I've been... One of my goals for our podcast has been to encourage people to view their struggles as essentially strength training, something that makes them stronger and more adaptive at uh, dealing with their own difficulties, as well as with helping others with uh, with their own struggles as well.
0: Are there any, do you have any favorite episodes that you've done that like you really remember? And if somebody says like, oh, I'd like to check out your episode, give me a recommendation to start with one.
1: Huh. Um, I think Jessica Jones. Mm. That one um occurred. Uh, we recorded that one during the Me Too movement. And it was very personal to me. Like, unfortunately, a lot of people out there, I too am a survivor. And I work with a lot of survivors. And that episode was very personal to me. I was tearing up during it. And I cried after. And it was something that... um Something that really meant a lot to me, that one, and of course the Brooklyn Nine Nine, where I came out. Um, and both of those were um really empowering, and I was very grateful to be able to record both of those with my best friend.
2: (laughs) I, you know, having to go and edit them, you know, and get really familiar with them, I. I tend to really like them all, to be honest. When it comes down to it, I'm, but oh come if I, on! If I had to choose be honest. one, <laughs> yeah, if I had to choose one, it would be the Lord of the Rings one. I had a mm. lot of fun with that, and I really, you know, I love Lord of the Rings so much, and it, it and it, you know it reconnected me to that and I got to go see the, the, them again, you know, right after we did it, you know, I watched all three of them again. And
0: <laughs> yeah, you know,
2: it was like one of the, one of those things where oh, it really just touched my heart. I just, I love Lord of the Rings, but that's what it's all about. It's, you know, connecting to something and, you know, showing people that, you know, we can, destigmatize mental health by showing them that anybody can suffer even our heroes that are on the screen and all these wonderful things it's it's a really fun show to be on and i'm, I'm honored to be on it to be honest
0: so you say to be on but uh, so so what what's the production like who's who's doing what on the show
2: well i'm i mean i'm the host but essentially it's you know superhero therapy with with dr janina scarlett um so, it's-
0: but, but I mean, like, who's like? Are you editing the episode afterwards? Is you oh, yeah. editing it? You no, know, yeah. I
2: edit it. I, I get it. I produce it. I get it all set up, um, and you know, I add all the clips and you know, yeah. all that stuff.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he pretty much does everything.
0: Gotcha. That's that's what I wanted to know. Like, who's who's doing what? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Dustin is really the the main person of this episode. I mean, without of the show, without him, yeah. the podcast would be impossible. He um, he interviews. You know, me and, and whichever guests that we have, he does all the production, all the editing, all the clips and uh, and the promos. So, really, he's, you know, he's the main person behind it.
0: And make it, get finding those clips and adding them, that's hard work. Yeah, it, yeah, it takes
2: a while. A, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's some episodes uh, that take quite a while to edit. I'm trying like, to remember. Like how long? Like I, how, I, I would how... say, uh, you know what's funny is the Doctor Who one was mm. the most <laughs> difficult one to edit. Because, you know, what's funny is when we, we, we lost... So, t- tell the story. Tell the yeah. story. Well, uh, yeah. we, we, we all signed We up interviewed to, you. Well, we, we, we were all together yeah. on... I think that was the cast program. Yeah. And um, for some reason, Alan's uh, audio only recorded for two minutes and then everything's gone. I'm so
0: sorry about that because I use this software every day and I've never had an issue with it. And the first time <laughs> you were like, what should we use? I was like, Oh, I highly recommend this. And the first time just fail. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so it was sorry. Like, Whoa, what do we do? But the,
2: the crazy <laughs> thing was I had to go, we had to, luckily Alan's like, okay, well, you know, we, you, you can interview me again. So we tried to s- ask him the same questions. And the fun part was me trying to edit, him his <laughs> responses with your responses when you guys are talking to each other. I mean <laughs> it, is. it was crazy. That was a crazy editing. He did
1: such a wonderful job with that. I honestly wasn't sure how it was possible but this man is a magician or a warlock of some kind because seriously it was four of us talking it was four different frequencies and Alan's recording was completely separate and he somehow spliced all of them together I don't know if you listen to that podcast but it sounds like we're all in the same room let alone in different you know states and countries and um, you know and, and things like that but, it, but Alan's recording was done on a different day and somehow you know does some was able to splice it all together to make it solid and smooth and you know i don't know what kind of dark magic he uses but it was amazing
0: yeah Yeah, i think you guys asked me like can i can i do it again and i was like no, i'm sorry like I'm, I'm just not available in the times yeah. that you said.
1: Yeah, understandable and when dustin said
0: like yeah you know i'm gonna i'll make it work <laughs> I, I never thought that episode would see the light of day yeah i really didn't i was that that yeah it Ooh, did I can I can just imagine how long it took. Oh yeah, um, it was that was the was
2: long one. Two weeks, I think yeah, it two took. Weeks. <laughs> yeah.
1: Of two two weeks, no non-stop, sleep. like non stop, like seven days a week <laughs> editing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, that's like a that's a badge of honor. Yeah. I mean, that's a nah, that's a good one. Yeah.
2: It definitely you know fulfills you with some kind of pride in it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like
0: I did it. <laughs> <laughs> but usually how long does an episode take you to, to edit?
2: Um I mean I would say on average you know i can probably get one out in 3 days okay, okay. cuz i go through and i really polish it up
0: gotcha yeah like i, I love podcasting i love geeking out about this stuff uh, i've been doing it for like 8 years now so i've changed the way i do things along the way so how do what do you guys use to, to record now
2: um what were you <laughs> it's kind of funny i'm I, i'm a musician so i'm i'm using my um reason Software, which okay. I use to record all my music. Mm-hmm. So I just plug in the mics um, through that and a mixer and away we go.
0: What mics are you using?
2: Um, we have a, um, here, give me a second.
0: <laughs> this is me geeking out about podcasting. I mean, look, equipment doesn't matter. Like, just start with whatever you have. If you have a a, a phone or whatever, but at the same time, like, I'm super curious about this stuff. I want to know what everybody's using. I want to I want to know what what brand your cables are. Like, that's how much I am <laughs> uh, interested. in Well, I got this. Monster
2: XLR cables. And, <laughs> you know, Ooh, I, tell I, me more. <laughs> I use it. I use a M Audio M um, Tracks like the audio interface.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
2: Um, to plug into the computer and. Now you make me want to go get the mixer. Do, you want to do <laughs> It's okay. <laughs> <And> it's okay. <laughs> let's see what it is. It's a pretty decent little mixer. Gotcha.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I'm using like brand new equipment now too. Now I'm, I'm, it's dangerous to, to, to do stuff like that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Eventually we might upgrade. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Every podcaster says
2: that. <laughs> <laughs> well, but right now, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. You yeah. Know, we're, yeah. Yeah. We're doing, we're doing fine and.
0: So, do you guys have any goals for the podcast moving forward? Like, do you like, are there any, just in general, but some some ideas, right? Like, is there is there a particular milestone that you're looking to to hit? You know, a hundred episodes between now and some time. Is there like a big interview that you want to get? Is there is there anything that that you're looking forward to?
1: Yes. So, one of my goals is to have uh, a number of people who are highly influential in their community um, talk about their experiences with pop culture and mental health. For example, I would love to have um, someone like Jared Padalecki um, talk to us about his experiences with depression. Um, I got a chance to interview Jared a couple of years ago, and it was really powerful to um, talk to him about his experience with depression and how it shaped his view of mental health and how losing someone to suicide um, made him become a lot more active in the mental health community um, and having... Um, having that interview allowed a lot more people to open up about their own mental health experiences. And what I'm really passionate about is destigmatizing mental health worldwide, because when I was growing up, my mental health experiences were not allowed. I was not allowed to feel sad, I was not allowed to feel depressed, I was not allowed to have a panic attack. And I want to allow people to understand that their emotions are normal, acceptable, allowed, and that there are ways of uh, coping with mental health difficulties and that they're not alone. And I would love to have certain people who um, might be influential in their community to uh, share those messages so that people within their community, for example, like the supernatural family community, can um, receive that message. Um, so that's one. And my second goal is to have people um, who don't necessarily feel like they have a voice, uh, people without you know, this kind of following, share their own stories. People who haven't previously opened up about um, their experiences with depression or anxiety or trauma or substance use, um, talk about those experiences as a way of gaining a voice and as a way of empowering themselves and others and um, finding a ways to understand and express themselves.
0: Would you like to do that on this show or would you like to maybe make a second show like a spinoff?
1: Um, I think that I would like to do that on our show that would still fit within the message of becoming our own kind of superhero um, IRL um, in real life. Um, And so I think I would still like to do that on the same um, on the same show.
0: Gotcha. I'm just curious because it's very common for podcasters to, you know, they start one and then they're like, oh, I want to start another one.
2: (laughs) I I think we're good with one right now. (laughs) But I mean, um, what I would want to, or a goal I have anyway, is I would love to have J.K. Rowling on our show specifically for Janina.
1: For all the Harry Potter (laughs) fans, if we could ever do that. You know, I feel like Harry Potter completely revolutionized our understanding of mental health um it's i I mean we see depiction of mental health in everything and you know it's hard not to lord of the rings uh we see that all throughout and it's it's understandable why because tolkien himself had experienced severe trauma after world war one But I think with J.K. Rowling's Harry Potter, and and, and I realize I'm biased as I'm saying this because I'm a big Potterhead, Um, but I think with J.K. Rowling's Harry Potter, we're seeing how mental health is um, something so common, how just about anybody can be affected by a dementor of depression if it's near them, uh, you know, or a boggart of phobias, Um, and I I love the ideas and the metaphors represented in this particular universe. It's my number one fandom. Um, when we got married, we actually had a Harry Potter Star Wars wedding. Um, that's how much we love our fandoms. Um, but yes, we would love to have individuals like J.K. Rowling who already talk about mental health and are outspoken about it.
0: What about... In the in the near future, are there any episodes you're looking forward to to recording, or maybe something you've recorded that you're looking forward to to publishing?
1: Yes, we're hoping to or looking forward to doing an episode on Daredevil, uh, an episode on Punisher, um, and yeah, so those are the ones that we're looking forward to doing in the near near future.
0: We're only a few months away from Captain Marvel and yes. the Avengers. Yeah. <laughs> Very busy.
1: excited about that.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be a, it's
2: gonna be a busy year. <laughs>
1: yeah. Into the Spider Verse was a lot of fun oh, man, to record. We really enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, we just did an episode on uh, GT Radio on Spider Sonas. Oh, cool. I don't know if you've nice. seen those on online. Uh people creating spider versions of themselves.
1: Oh, oh no. No, we need to check out that yeah, episode. We need to check this. That's yeah, so cool. yeah. So there's
0: this hashtag going around. It's a Spider Sonas, and oh. it just it just shows how how important that movie was. Yes. you know that movie came out December, like halfway through December, right? Yes, right. and it's six weeks later and we're still still talking about it yeah and every day people are still making these spider sonas it's pretty cool yeah we and everybody on the show made our own it was it was really cool i love
1: that i love that yeah we got
0: to definitely check out that episode yes we definitely
1: need to listen to it. and we talked about that in our episode too that the essential message of the of the movie was we are spider-man anybody can wear a mask anybody can Mm -hmm. be a hero and together anything is possible
0: yeah 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 it's just it's just so cool to see how it's you know it's still going oh okay. man that movie needs to come out on video i now. know
1: it's so good
0: <laughs> i was reading ultimate spider-man before miles morales even came on the scene like my peter parker is the ultimate version of, of spider-man nice like later on in the years I, I started reading the you know 616 continuity but then but, like i was there when miles came into the picture yeah, and like Miles is Puerto Rican, I'm Puerto Rican. Yep, like there were there yep. were a lot of reasons why it was like, Oh, you know, this is really cool. And yeah. you know, I, I, I love those series. And you know, we talked about how he's the only character to survive the the ultimate universe. Mm-hmm. And you know, like he, he he's such an important character and he, he has did. been for you know, since he was created miles cool. is
1: my favorite spider-man actually for he's multiple great. reasons yeah. um yeah. you know uh and he he is you know he's puerto rican and uh, in the movie anyway he's puerto rican and african-american i believe and mm-hmm. yeah he's, in the comics too yeah okay and he's from brooklyn um mm-hmm. uh, which is where i lived for a good portion of my life about half of my life and uh and he's just he's so relatable i i don't know i love the heck out of that guy he's so relatable and so lovable um so yeah even before seeing this movie miles was already my number one spider-man and so i was excited that there was a movie where miles was the leading character um and then seeing it just brought me to tears
0: so did you know him from the comics or or the cartoons right so so you know that uh Miles has his friend Genki. I, I call him Genki. I'm not sure how to pronounce his name. Mm-hmm. Right? Like his best friend. Yeah. So when they did Spider-Man Homecoming and they had Ned, I was like, that's Genki. That's yeah. like, that." Oh. you took Miles Morales' best friend and you just put him in the Peter Parker movie. I always thought that was... I thought it was cool because it, it it like recognizes that this is like a younger Peter Parker and like they're 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 always the movies the the MCU pulls so much from the Ultimate uh, Universe, yeah. but it bothered me so much because then when they do a, when they eventually do a Miles movie. You can't have Yankee in it, cause cause he's basically Ned. No. Oh man, it's it's. <laughs> well, they can still do me. it. We all have best friends. Yeah. <laughs> but it's Aww. like the same. But I know what you're it's, it's the like same, same guy yeah. with the same yeah, body it's type. It was like, oh man, why would you do that? Like you stole that from Miles, man. I feel yeah. you. I feel
1: you. I hadn't. I didn't even like think about that. I was so enthralled in the movie. But you're right. You're it's right. funny
0: because in Into the Spider Verse, Yankee's in it, but then but he doesn't speak well. Right there's right. no like he's he's barely a character oh, what like scene was I just, he in now i'm um, so back and because it. he's the roommate um, right he's he's Miles' roommate and right, right, he's right. the one that's like he looks up and the five of them are up in the yep. corner yep, and he faints that's it you see yep. him like twice in the movie that's right yeah that's right yeah, that's yeah. Right. you oh. know
2: that's interesting <laughs> i i read an article just now i know i'm gonna break off into something crazy but when they were up in the corner they the they actually made it look like a spider on purpose, like all of them together, interlocking. Yeah, yeah, make yeah, a shape yeah. of a
1: spider. Yeah.
2: <laughs> anyway, sorry. No, I love that. I no, love that,
0: that. That movie. There's a lot of details. That's know, why I want to see it in, in on video again because I need to. I need to dissect a lot of the of the stuff that happens in that movie.
1: For some reason, I didn't put the two and two together that that was him.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Again. So I'm assuming it's him. I'm assuming. Gotcha. Because it's because. Again, case his roommate, when he goes off to the, the charter school. Right. Again, I don't think he's even credited because I don't think he has a voice. Like, I don't think right. he literally says anything. The only no, sound he, he makes is his out, thud. Yeah. yeah <laughs> when he <hits> the floor. <laughs> right.
1: Okay. Okay. See, so now I need to go rewatch it.
0: So, before we wrap up, I want to do a segment that I always do on GT Radio, which I call Geek Therapy, which basically what we do is we bring up one thing that in the last week or recently, you know, was. Geek therapy for us in the most general sense. That means something that really just made us feel good or something that actually helped us get through a tough time. So I'm not putting you on the spot, but I'm, I'm hoping that, that you'll play along with me for this segment. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Man. So think about it for a second. Okay. And, uh, and let me know one thing that was geek therapy for you. Man, that's a, that's a tough
2: question. If, if you're not ready,
1: I, I think I got okay.
2: one. I mean, as far as recently, something that I <laughs> man this is a hard question um, I would have to say the new Game of Thrones trailer I've been waiting for uh, this new season to come out for so long as probably many of the fans are but to see you know the Starks in the tunnel and everything like that it it, it made it real that it's actually almost here winter is coming and it, it filled me with a little bit of warmth even though <laughs> winter is coming
0: yeah 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 awesome
1: um this is gonna be pretty personal actually um like a lot of people out there unfortunately i'm a sexual assault survivor and every once in a while i'll remember something that i've long repressed before and this is not uncommon in trauma survivors and this week i remembered an incident that i've repressed for a long period of time and it kind of paralyzed me and overwhelmed me. And it felt like, it felt like I was losing to the trauma. It felt like the depression had taken over and I couldn't move. And kind of the hero that came to my mind as I was going through it was Agent Nadim from Daredevil. I was really inspired by that character. To me, season three of Daredevil was more about Nadim and Dex's relationship than about Daredevil. At least that's the that's those are the characters that stood out to me. And seeing how no matter what, Nadim stuck to his principles, even when it felt like the bad guys were winning, he still found a way to deliver a message of hope, to to do what he could to try to take down Kingpin was really inspirational for me. And there was that Almost like an image of Nadim in my mind. Like, what would Nadim do? How would he try to manage this really difficult situation when it, lo- this difficult experience when it looks like the bad guys are trying to win or, you know, the painful memories are trying to take over. And it allowed me to, um, ground myself and reconnect with safety that, um, that the worst is still manageable, that there's still hope and, um, there's still a way to manage this painful experience and that it can still um, help a lot of people and it actually allows me to have a better understanding of the patients that I see and the people that I'm working with.
0: What would Nadeem do? Yeah.
1: What would Nadeem do? Yeah.
0: <laughs> my therapy recently was actually last night I was with my girlfriend's Family and I don't spend too much time with them because we don't connect on many things. Mm-hmm. But the the movie Glass is coming out. Yep, and so my my girlfriend's sister was talking about how she she loves Split. And she just recently watched Unbreakable and couldn't wait to watch Glass. And it's like, all right, now you're talking my language. So we were able to connect in a way that we don't usually connect. Mm-hmm. And and it was so cool to geek out with uh with with people because I mean like geeking out is just such a great way to to just connect with people and, and build community. So it felt it felt really good to be able to to have that moment with, you know, family when we don't really get uh that opportunity very often. It was a lot of fun. It felt Absolutely. Real good.
1: Absolutely awesome. I'm glad yeah, you had that yeah. experience.
0: So where can people find Superhero Therapy?
1: We are on iTunes and um, just about every other recording. Yeah, you just got
2: to put Superhero Therapy Podcast in the search engine and you'll find us.
1: Uh, Most of our episodes or all of our episodes are actually available on our website, superhero-therapy.com. We have a separate page just for podcasting episodes. So if you click podcast, you will see all of the podcast episodes and you can um, stream them or download them um, any way you wish.
0: And you can find Superhero Therapy and all the shows on the Geek Therapy Network. You can find more information about them at network.geektherapy.com. Thank you so much, Janina. Thank you so much, Dustin, for coming on the show.
2: Well, thank you for having us. I actually do. We we never promote this at all. And we do have a pretty cool little web series on YouTube. It's called On the Couch with Dr. Janina Scarlet. And we have fictional characters come in uh, for therapy sessions. It's it's pretty cute. I think people might get something out of it.
0: (laughs) Cool. And how can people find that?
2: Um, that's that's on our YouTube channel it's the Superhero Therapy YouTube channel um, okay. so they can go on there but it's also on our website as well at superhero-therapy.com
0: cool so thank you again guys for, for coming on the show let's let's make this a more regular thing because again I, I want to touch that. base I, I'd love
2: to too yeah. it, it, it's, yeah. it's been nice to talk to you
0: it's been a very long time <laughs> yes thank yeah. you yeah. so
1: much for having us
0: you've just listened to the GT Roundtable on the Geek Therapy Network for more about the network visit network.geektherapy.com and for extra content and member exclusives, consider becoming a member of Geek Therapy on Patreon for as little as $1 a month at patreon.com geektherapy.